0: God, this is just so fucked up to say. You're doing you're doing the work, girl. time, time. It's just so fucked up. In all honesty, I didn't really want to record this episode today. I keep pushing this episode off week after week after week until it was the right time, until I felt comfortable enough to open up about these things, and sitting here right now, fear is no longer a good excuse. The only way for me to overcome fear is to face it, to face past experiences that I've been through, to face my trauma head on. These experiences need to be shared with women, with people listening to my podcast, anyone who can relate to my experiences, but also learn from them. I was with my friend the other weekend, a girl that I recently just met and we were hanging out, and she said something that really left a mark on me. She said, you know, on Instagram, it seems like you have it all together, and you just seem like you have your shit together. And when I met you in person, it really seems like you also have your shit together. That moment for me, completely took me back, and I almost just laughed a little bit, because internally no one knows the battles that I have gone through in the past two, three years. In season one on the episode, My Healing Journey, I had briefly mentioned that I had been through and experienced two very traumatic events that I am still healing from to this day. I have also been very open with you guys that I started seeing a therapist for EMDR, which is specifically for PTSD and trauma. I just feel like I'm just not getting what I need to, I just am going in circles because I just don't wanna like cut to it. This is something that I would have never thought In a million years that I would be sitting here and talking about. The second traumatic experience in 2020 happened because I was in a very vulnerable state. For so long I felt so much guilt and shame and I felt like everything that had gone wrong was my fault completely. I took on that guilt. I took on that shame. I didn't love myself at the time because I was told that I could not be loved. In 2020, I met someone who claimed to be a healer, claimed to be a psychic. He claimed to have this power to heal me from that first traumatic experience. At the time that I met this person, I was in a state of extreme vulnerability. I did not know how to protect my energy. I did not know how to protect my peace. I did not know how to protect myself. I did not know how to stand up for myself. I did not know how to use my voice. I allowed this person into my life. I now know And I'm a firm believer that we can heal ourselves and we do not need external people to lay a finger on us in order to do that. This person, as I've mentioned, claimed to have the psychic ability, the healing ability to heal me from that original traumatic experience and make me into the best version of myself through each session that we would have together. I had absolutely no idea what was going on. There was even another girl involved that was working with this person. Before that time period, I had no idea that healers even existed. I wasn't that spiritual. I believed that he could help me. I believed that he could heal me. I believed everything because I just wanted to feel fucking better. And I let this person into my life. And the reason why I share this specific part is because if you are also going through something where you're feeling extremely vulnerable and you were looking anywhere for someone to tell you that it's going to be okay, but this has to happen first and they're gonna help you through that, I need you to really evaluate the situation because I wish I had been so much more smart and careful and I wish I would have protected myself from this person and the harm that he caused me. This person claimed to heal through sexual activity. This person claimed to heal me Through using specifically a vibrator on me. Oh my God, this is just so fucked up to say. You're doing that, you're doing the work, girl. Take the time, take the time. It's just so fucked up. So, but okay. Oh my God. During these sessions, where this person would lay his hands on me and use a vibrator to heal me through that sexual activity. I knew intuitively in those moments that this did not feel right, but I chose to ignore that intuitive feeling because of the small glimpse of hope that this person could actually heal me. Because what I was experiencing internally at that time was more than I could ever handle. This healer gave me a set of rules that I had to specifically follow in order to be healed through his practice this was someone who claimed to be from brazil and claimed that this was something that culturally was accepted and had been accepted for many years but intuitively this never felt safe this had never felt right i always felt extremely violated when it was happening And you might ask me, why did you not stop it? I did not have the strength. I did not have the courage. I did not have the bravery to stop it. Even though I knew intuitively something was a little bit wrong. Big part of me still believes that there was a slight hypnosis component and mind control in a way that this person had over me. Because looking back in those moments, I still think to myself, Steph, how the fuck could you let this person lay his hands on you and make you do this, make you physically go through this for hours? It was not just a 10 minute, it was hours that this was happening right again just put all of my faith and trust into a guy that he could heal me from another traumatic experience with the guy none of it made sense but none of it didn't make sense until after the fact because when i was in the thick of it when i was going through that all i just kept thinking to myself is if this is what it takes to be healed there were a few moments of true clarity that came to me towards the end of my experience with this person I share these because if any other woman is listening to this and has gone through a similar experience or is going through an experience like this right now, I am telling you the signs that helped me understand what was truly happening. The first one was when we were going through a session of healing. After all of that happened, I sat up, and he grabbed my face and said kiss me i did not want to kiss him i was forced to kiss him and in that moment i realized that this was not about my healing this was not about me another small moment of clarity that i had during this time was when we were going through the sessions And I would tell him, this hurts. Stop. This this is enough. I'm, I'm done. And he would continue to say, we have to keep going. This is part of the healing. You just have to keep going. You just have to push through it. Those were the small sliver of moments that I was like, if I say that this is enough, this should be enough. And it wasn't. The true moment of awakening for me didn't actually happen until a few months down the line where I decided that I wanted to finally see a therapist again. And I've talked about this in my previous episodes in season one where I had that moment that my family and my friends were telling me that I needed to go see a therapist again. I used to talk about this therapist so much in recent episodes because this therapist truly saved my life and changed my life. I went to her and I somehow had the courage and the strength at the time to talk about what I was going through with this healer. The entire time I was explaining it to her, in my head, I was still thinking that it was somewhat justifiable. I was still thinking that it was somewhat okay. Because to me, I thought, you know stuff? You just got to stick it out. If you want to be healed, you would just have to stick it out. You have to put faith and trust in something. But I was not putting faith and trust in myself. I just need to take these off <laughs> because I just feel so uncomfortable. Um, i knew something intuitively was off about the situation i couldn't put my finger on it i had felt like there was just this cloud over my head that wasn't allowing me to see clearly and i think that's a big reason why i decided to go see a therapist was because i was just i was truly just being Controlled in a way by this person telling me these specific things I had to do, in order to be healed, and I was following these guidelines and going through these intense sessions that, like I said, had nothing to do about me, nothing about my pleasure and my want. Everything and in, in my mind, just even saying that, I still have these moments of guilt and shame where it's like, but you know, it was part of the pro- no, like. <laughs> After I told my therapist about this person, the entire time, she was just looking at me being like, like, do you know what's happening here? To me, I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on, like, this just seems totally normal, you know, like, it's all good. And that was just me being, you know, deflecting the intuitive feeling that I was feeling the entire time. I vividly just remember this. She just looked at me and she goes, I I don't even know you, but I just want to let you know that this is not normal. This is not okay. This is not true healing. And for a female therapist to say that to me, I had that light switch moment. I had, it, it just, it truly just takes a moment of awakening for you to realize what the fuck is actually going on. Because for me that entire time, those few months that I was going through the motions and under this hypnosis in a way, because I still can't believe that I would actually believe and go through with everything that this person would tell me to go through in terms of these sexual sessions, walking out of that therapy appointment, I felt like I finally got the clarity that I needed about the situation. I went home and I vividly, I just remember sitting and like jumping on my kitchen counter and just sitting there and just being like, like thinking back to every single moment that I had with this person And being like, what the fuck just happened to me? But you have power. You can control your own life. And in that moment, I finally just felt like I had my power back. I finally felt like I had my power back. When you're, like when I talk about these memories, it just like, it it triggers me. And this is why I was hesitant to even talk about this on camera. Hesitant to be here in this moment right now because I knew that I would have to deal with this aftermath for days and this aftermath in therapy But I'm doing this, I'm sitting here right now sharing this with all of you because I know that it's going to make an impact somewhere. It was not a healing journey though. It was just fucked up. And there was sexual assault that happened during those sessions. Some of it was willing, some of it I did not want. And I voiced that and it continued. This is why when I was talking to my girlfriend and she was explaining to me that she just thought that I had nothing wrong with me, that I had all of my shit together. This is where I just had to laugh to myself because internally there have been so many sleepless nights, so many nightmares, so much that I have been dealing with internally. And we talk about self-doubt and confidence. This is a big part of that journey because of the fact that for so long, I did feel like my voice was being suppressed. This podcast single-handedly saved my life. It saved my voice. Starting this podcast, it was my worst nightmare to sit here right now and talk about these things. It's to let you know that you are not alone in your own healing journey whether it is with someone that abuses you verbally physically mentally there were so many days and nights where I would just sit there in my bed and just run the scenarios in my head over and over and over and over is it my fault should I blame myself and it wasn't actually till I went to therapy that I realized that I should not feel guilty. I should not feel shameful for experiences that I've gone through, but I do have to heal from them. I learned that if you do go through something traumatic, you have to acknowledge those emotions. I learned that you can't force yourself to heal. I learned to not believe everything that people tell me firsthand, I learned to protect myself and to protect my energy. I learned that no one can lay a finger on me without my permission. I think that's the one thing that people don't quite understand about trauma is that you often don't want to believe it. You often want to sit there with those experiences and make up all these excuses as to why you are the person to blame. I think you should always look inward to see what you can do better as a person. But if something traumatic happened to you that you experienced, I want you to know that you need to stop blaming yourself. The number one thing that I do is just give myself a hug. And it just reminds you that you can physically feel yourself giving yourself love. With that healer, those months that I was experiencing that, I had been the most cold, dark, angry, hateful person. And none of it made sense because I kept thinking to myself, aren't I supposed to be healing right now? Aren't I supposed to be feeling emotions of joy, happiness, love? My family was so concerned about me for such a long time because they were concerned for my safety, but they were also concerned that I was isolating myself after going through such traumatic experiences. For me at the time, That was the only way I knew how to deal with it. There is no right and wrong answer with healing from trauma. There is no right way to go. I think society keeps telling us, you have to go down this route. You have to do therapy, you have to journal. And I'm a huge advocate for all of those things. But what I've learned is that it's not a one size fits all thing for me. A lot of those moments were me sitting by myself in my bedroom and just crying. I didn't want to feel emotion. But there were times where it would just build up and build up and build up because I was suppressing so much emotion and so much trauma that I would just let it all flow. And why I'm such an advocate for therapy specifically is because it worked for me. I think that's what I needed at the time because... No, I just remember thinking this, no one will ever believe me that I went through this. I just remember thinking that, I was like, no, my family, my friends, no one's going to believe me that I went through this. You feel so lost, so lonely, so confused when you go through trauma and you also feel like you just don't know where to go, where to turn. Where do I go next? That was always my thing in my head is like, what do I do next? How do I get out of this? How do I go back to feeling joy and happiness and love? Because I didn't unlock the emotion love until a few months ago. I still was living in a lot of fear. I still was so angry. I still didn't have that feeling of love back inside me. Because it can feel dark. It can feel lonely. And like I still wake up having nightmares and being like, what the fuck happened? It's unfortunate that my spiritual journey had to begin from this person. It took me having that moment of clarity when I called a family member after I had gotten back from that therapy appointment where I had that moment of awakening. And I just remember talking to this person on the phone and just being like, I don't know what was actually true that this person told me. I don't know what I believe. I don't know what was true. I don't know what was false. I was left feeling so confused with so many emotions. A big part of the self-discovery aspect was getting my voice back. It was knowing that I can make decisions for myself. The reason why I shared that experience about the person who claimed to be a healer is because I know many women want to believe what men tell us. We want to believe that these specific people have our best interests at heart. We want to believe that these people have the right intention for us. But I'm sitting here right now telling you that you really need to get to know someone before you let them into your bedroom, before you let them into your life. I learned so much about protecting myself, safety, where I'm going, who I'm going with, who knows where I'm going, posting on social media. One of the last things I wanna share about the aftermath is that oftentimes on social media, modeling, I would feel guilt and shameful to feel sexy. Sounds dumb to even say, but to feel beautiful, to feel sexy, or even just wearing something where my nipples would show or just wearing something that I I knew I feel sexy in. It has been such a journey with this person blatantly abusing that side of me. The touching, the kissing, the sexual stuff for the healing. The words of affirmation that had nothing to do with healing. If you are a woman watching this, if you are anyone watching this, I just want you to know that it is okay to feel sexy. It is okay to want to feel beautiful. It is okay to wear a mini skirt if you wanna fucking wear a mini skirt. It is okay to wear a shirt that shows your nipples if you want to do that. Because for so long I felt ashamed for doing that. There is still trauma that I am going through and working on. There is still a lot of healing. I wrote last night when I was Reflecting on this episode, I wrote, I've learned that feeling empowered isn't hiding our internal battles. It's acknowledging them and making an agreement with ourselves that we deserve to be heard. This is why I have poured my heart and my soul into this podcast, because it is so much bigger than me. You are not alone. Your emotions are valid. You deserve to be heard. You deserve to be happy. You are in the driver's seat of your own life. You are not your past. You are not your mistakes. Fear not faced is fed. Look fear in the face and tell it just to fuck off because you are stronger than that. I appreciate every single person who supports my journey, who listens to these episodes. I will see you all next week. Have a great day. I have nothing else to say.